Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash I don't work here, lady. Where Karen seemed to think that everyone on earth is an employee and needs to serve them. And in this episode, Opie encounters a guy who's convinced that she's an employee and it gets pretty crazy. Guys, I hope you enjoy the stories. Don't shake your heads too hard. And as always, you can send or link your post to this email right here. Let's dive in. So this happened many, many years ago, and I was reminded of it recently. When this happened, I was in a bookshop, in the children's department no less, when suddenly my stroller beside me begins to get pushed away. That's when I turn to see a lady, who's neither my wife or anyone I know, pushing my daughter away from me. So I ran for the stroller, grabbing one of the bars and yanking it from her fingers. I then pushed her into a nearby shelf, slightly, by her arm, glaring at her more intensely than I have anyone. At this point, people around are just staring at me in shock, likely thinking that I've just taken this woman's toddler by force. I then scream, Ma'am, what exactly do you think you're doing? I asked her tensely. My one hand was still held out in front of her chest to keep her as far away from my child as possible. I'm a very docile man, but that was way past my line of being non-confrontational. The woman then looks up at me alarmed, and she went to grab the stroller, and she said, I'm trying to find the kid's parents. Since you work here, help me look. I say to her, do not try and touch my daughter again. What's wrong with you? What even possessed you in that moment to think that that's the right thing to do? I was practically screaming at her, spitting through my teeth. From the stress of me yelling and the situation in general, my daughter began to cry. The lady also began to cry, and she said, I don't know, I thought you worked here. I'm just trying to find her parents. I told her to get away, and she just left, practically running out of the store. I then pulled my daughter from the stroller, picked up a book, paid for it, and left. It's not my problem that some lady tried to get grabby with my kid's safety. On the way out, I was pushing the stroller with one hand holding a shopping bag and comforting my daughter with the other. I saw that woman again, sitting on the ground crying while talking on the phone. I honestly felt a little bad, but God, how could you be so stupid? Guys, honestly, I'm really hoping that was a mistake on her part and she wasn't some crazy lady trying to abduct someone's toddler that day. Because that would have been really stupid. And seriously, making wild assumptions like that is a great way to get hurt, lady. She's really lucky that OP was a docile man, like he said, because, oh boy, imagine attempting that with a mama bear who will fight first and ask questions later. And this person comments, I bet that lady was trying to steal your kid. An honest person would have drawn attention to a lost child and been very open about it. You never just grab a kid. There was a kid lost at the mall food court the other day, so I asked where his mom was, stood by him, and called out until his family came. Yikes, people do steal children like that. So yeah, it might have been an abduction attempt, we'll never know guys. I mean, if it was, that lady probably would have been long gone and wouldn't have stuck around after, right? But of course, let me know your thoughts. So here's a little context. I'm a dude in my mid-twenties. I used to work for this company that was basically a call center. I won't get into details as it's not necessary for the story. Just know that it was a call center. 
But that said, I had quit for two weeks, got a new job, and was enjoying a small vacation until I started the new one. I found myself needing some extra paperwork for my new job, from my old one, that I didn't know about initially. I kind of expected that, so I did end up going back to my old job for that. When I went there, I also visited my old co-workers on the floor, to chat. While there, I stumbled into a guy that I got along with very well. He was also the boyfriend of a witch of a team lead who we'll call Karen. I think you're getting the idea who this'll be about. So I'm hanging around cubicles, chatting to old coworkers, trying not to stand out, talking to my friend Bob about how it feels to be free. I was sitting in a chair at an empty computer. There were practically no calls at that time of day. I had put my jacket on the chair, so I sort of looked like I was at work. Suddenly, I hear team lead Karen coming up to us. Karen says, don't you guys have better things to do, like work? Bob says to Karen, there's no calls. Karen says, and? There was silence for a few seconds. I had my back turned to her, tapping away on my phone. I thought she left, and thought her beef was with Bob since I no longer work there. That's when Karen says, hey, you know I was talking to you too, right? I say to her, me? That's when Karen says, are you playing stupid now? Because I can write you up right now. You're not wearing your headset, your computer's not even on, and you've been doing nothing but talking. Did you even log into everything? I have all the reasons to issue that warning, so don't push it. At that I say, uh, okay, but you do know that I'm... Karen cuts me off and says, I do not care. Get back to work, I won't ask you again. At this point, I'm trying not to laugh hard, I'm astonished. Karen then bolts off, and yeah, she didn't really know that I quit. She wasn't a team lead on my section, so I didn't directly work under her, but she was the only supervisor on shift that day. Of course, me and Bob start laughing our asses off as soon as she left. Karen went in the direction of HR. In the meantime, me and Bob just agreed to play along, to poke fun at her stupidity if she keeps going. I figured she couldn't do anything to me anyways. That's when her boyfriend comes over to us, as he's noticed the conversation and her irate tone towards us, and her stomping off. Her boyfriend asked, what was that all about? Bob, barely containing his tears of laughter, said, Man, your girlfriend, she's about to give OP a written warning because he wasn't working, and he was talking with me. Like, she has no idea that OP doesn't work here anymore. Hearing that, boyfriend is wide-eyed. He turns around, probably to go tell Karen, but Bob grabs his shirt and says, Come on, don't ruin this, it's gonna be good. Boyfriend says, Okay, I'll pretend I was never here. Karen comes back 15 to 20 minutes later, with two papers in her hand. One for disobedience, and another for work avoidance or some crap. Karen says to me, so here's how it's gonna go. You can loudly apologize for being lazy and disobeying my orders, get back to your desk, sit down, be quiet, and start work, and I'll only give you one warning, or you can simply sign both, and you're one strike away from being fired. At this point, Bob, who still worked there, didn't want to get himself fired, so he folded. He apologized to her and acted busy. He was still listening though, trying really hard not to laugh. I, on the other hand, was still in the respective chair and was actually about to go because I had no business really being there. So I roll my eyes and say, look, I'm just gonna head off and Karen cuts me off and says, alright, what's your agent ID? I just burst into a short laugh. I'm like, screw it, I wasn't going to actually do this, I tried to avoid it. So I gave her my old agent ID. At that, Karen smirks victoriously. She finally got me. She gives me the two warning papers, tells me to sign them and agree, and walks back to her computer, as she had to take other details out to fill them. I just look at her, and she looks at me and says, Are you done? 
I don't say anything. I just look at her, waiting. I knew the moment she was going to input my ID, she would see a big, bold, red, inactive next to my name. And she would be locked out of my profile as ex-employee's data becomes private to most people. I can see her frowning in confusion, muttering a what? She then looks at me with wide eyes and said, Are you logged in? At this point, I laugh, and Bob also starts chuckling, unable to hold it anymore. I say to her, I've been trying to tell you that I don't work here anymore. I quit two weeks ago. Karen then says to me, then why are you here? I told her I simply came for some extra papers that I need for my new job, and I came here to visit and go for lunch with Bob. Hearing that, her jaw's now close to hitting the floor, and she's red from both shame and anger. She had no power, and it frustrated her. Karen then said, well, I'm calling security. You're not allowed to be here if you're not an employee. Technically, she was right. But practically, her boyfriend was there too, so she'd have to kick him out too. I say to her, so I guess I'm taking your boyfriend with me then, right? Karen then realizes that she's in a pinch, and she starts to sort of panic as she's running out of things to say or do. She just tells me to get out. I comply, and Bob comes after me as he took a break. We have a laugh in front of the office building, and he's also feeling sorry for her, but we both agree that she kind of dug herself that hole. I later find out from my actual ex-team lead, who I kept in touch with, that her boyfriend was there to break up with her. Oh my goodness, guys, that is not the ending I was expecting. But at the same time, I can't say I'm surprised. And I've said it so many times, guys, like a lot of these people could avoid looking stupid if they would just stop and listen to the person they're talking to for half a second and actually comprehend what they're saying. So for some backstory, I'm a hairstylist, and I wear all black. It's usually slacks and some sort of black shirt to work. My hair at the time was a bright and vibrant rainbow. I got off work sort of early in the afternoon and happily left work. I also couldn't drive at the time, so I had to wait for my ride to come get me. So I just perused a few other stores in the strip mall I work at. I walked into a clothing department kind of store, whose dress code required black pants and bright red shirts. I was walking around, checking out their clothing racks, hoping I might find some new cute shirts for work. Because when you can only wear black and white, it sort of gets boring after a while. And I personally don't wear white to work. Anyways, I'm minding my own business when this little kid, who's maybe 11, walks up to me, and he asked me where the young boy section is. Now, I didn't really know, but I assumed it was near the regular men's section, and I pointed him that way. Now, instead of just leaving, the kid stares at me, waiting impatiently. And then after a moment of clearly not getting what he wanted, he taps me again. Now, I did have the spare time, so I thought to myself, what the heck, he's only a kid. So I say to him, I think they're right over here. I then walk over to the men's stuff and found where the boy stuff was, and pointed him in the direction he needed to go. The kid happily scampers off, so I go back to browsing the shirts in the women's section. Not even five minutes goes by, and this man stomps up to me. The guy very aggressively says something along the lines of, Hey, missy, why did you leave my son unattended to? Now, I didn't even look at him at first because I didn't really care if he was talking to me. Not my chair kind of thing. But the guy repeats his questions even louder. I can see the little boy in the corner of my eye cowering behind his dad with some sort of broken cup. I finally look up at dad who we'll call aggressive papa. The guy's pointing at his son now and he says, What made you think leaving a child alone in a store was a good idea? I'm not paying for this. Hearing that, I stare blankly at him for a moment before I realize that he must think I work here. So I say, Oh, sir, no, I'm not responsible for your child, I'm sorry. That's when I try to walk away, when he shouts at me and says that I'm required to watch his son. 
that he was busy looking at watches, blah blah blah. His son agrees that they do not need to pay for the broken mug. Now I personally didn't care about the mug, I just wanted to kill time before my ride arrived. So I tried to explain to him that I do not in fact work here, and even if I did, I would not be responsible for his unattended to child. Hearing that, he gets red-faced, and he tells me to find my manager so he can have a word with them. The guy's pointing fingers and getting up in my face, practically spitting. And since my vision is really bad, he was basically a blur being up so close. So when I tried to move away, I didn't realize that he was right up on me, and I end up stepping on his foot. He then screams loudly, as if his boot didn't take the brunt of my weight. I'm like a 5 foot 6 girl who weighs 120 pounds, and this guy was like 6 feet tall, over 200, and he acted like my foot was a steamroller. He then starts causing a scene, shouting at me, pushing me, and starts telling me how unbelievable I was, and how I'm getting fired and he was suing the store for damage to his foot. I couldn't help but be a little bit frightened, and I legit ran away to the checkout counter and tried to get the fellow's attention there. He had seen me running over and was telling the girl he was checking out that he needed a moment to help me. And here's the craziest part. The man follows me and basically makes it to the front with the fakest limp that I've ever seen in my life. He then shouts to everyone. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This bitch just attacked me and she must have broken my toes. She needs to be fired and I'm suing this store. The cashier looks at this man in utter disbelief. He then calls over the PA for a manager to come by. The manager was an even smaller woman who looked like she'd seen plenty of ridiculous people in her time, and she starts trying to calm him down. She steps over to the side, and she's trying to assure him that no harm was intended, and that she'll get it fixed right away. At which point, the man points his fingers at me. He demands my name, the police to be called for assault, and that I be fired right there, right then. The cashier and manager both look at me confused, and then look at him. The cashier says quietly, uh, sir, she doesn't work here. And the manager repeats that in a much more confident tone. At that, the guy loses his marbles again, and he starts saying that he needs compensation for injury. The cashier sees the mug his son is holding, and asks me if that's the cause of the issue. I just say, no, his son broke that while he left him unwatched, and he thought I worked here. He then got up in my face, and I accidentally stepped on his foot, and that's when he got aggressive with me. It was an accident. The manager overhears this, and informs the man that he has to leave the store. With or without the mug, she doesn't care, just that he has to go. 
And of course, the guy says he's gonna call the police. The manager stares in disbelief and says to him, were you really scared of a tiny woman? Like, did she honestly assault you? The guy gets red-faced again, this time in embarrassment, and he starts mumbling on about suing and how he was gonna have my job. The manager says she'll call the police if he'd like, but that they were going to be escorting him and his son out if she did. He gets angry, and he storms out of the store with his son in tow. She tells me that she's very sorry, and if I need something, to ask her about it. And that was my little I don't work here encounter. Some people I tell you. And I'm just glad the guy was embarrassed in the end when the manager called him out on being such an a-hole, guys. And also, like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I have no idea why some parents believe that store employees are responsible for their kids. Like, they already have to deal with idiots like you, sir. There's no time to run around babysitting your kids. And this person comments, This guy sounds like an a-hole, and sadly, it's rubbing off on his son. Both don't take responsibility for their actions, and they try to lay the fault at someone else's doorstep. Oh, and the threat to sue is the icing on the cake. A disgrace. Yep, I totally agree. And this person shares their encounter with a Karen who wanted to sue. So I've been working at a small neighborhood, family-owned gym for three years now. I've gotten to know all the regular members on a first-name basis, and I've put a lot of effort into remembering the names of newer members. I work mornings, evenings, and nights, depending on the day. So one day, about eight months ago, I arrived just before noon, and had closed the night before. The GM decided to leave early that day, and left me alone to take care of things myself. This is typical, as I've worked here the longest out of everyone on staff. A little while later, the phone rings, and I answer with my self-scripted prompt, saying, Thank you for calling so-and-so fitness gym. This is my name. How can I help you? The woman starts off screaming and says, Hi, I was locked in your gym last night. Me, trying to buy some time for my brain to grasp the situation, said, Uh, I'm, I'm sorry? Karen says, I was locked in your gym last night. I was in the middle of showering, and someone turned off the lights in the locker room. I screamed for help and no one came. They locked me in. Now remember, I closed last night. I've been doing this for a while now and I always check the bathrooms, locker rooms, and the showers to make sure that no one else is there and that the faucets are completely turned off. I say to Karen, um, that's impossible ma'am. I closed last night and there was nobody in the locker rooms. Our alarms would have gone off if someone else was still in there. Karen says, well I was and I'm gonna sue you. Now, I'm not claiming to be the most attentive person in the world, but one thing I do when I close is smack the wall of the woman's locker room and shout, Hey, anyone in here? Staff coming in. And then I enter, and that night, there was absolutely nobody in there. I say to her, Ma'am, what was the name of the gym you were locked in? Karen screams, You work here. You should know. I say to her, No, ma'am. I want you to tell me the name of the gym you were locked inside of last night. Of course, Karen says the name of some other effing gym. And I say to her, Ma'am, this is so-and-so fitness. You've called the wrong gym. And that's when Karen says, Well, you're lucky you're not them. Followed by a click. Oh boy, I I just feel bad for the gym that she's about to rain heck upon, guys. But with that said, like, who waits until the next morning to call? Like, if I were locked in a gym, I would be calling 911 ASAP, guys. I'm not gonna stick around, go home, and then call the gym the next day complaining, threatening a lawsuit. Like, I really wonder what she was trying to pull here. So I work as a swim instructor on a very busy beach, and our office is based in a little surf shack on the edge of the beach. 
The beach is also really popular. If you don't get there before 10 in the morning most days, you can forget about getting a spot for your stuff. So it was a little before 3 in the afternoon when a random woman comes up to the surf shack. It looked like she was yelling, but I was a little down the beach as I was wrapping up a class so I couldn't hear her. I saw her and rushed over after all the students from my class were safe on the beach. I instructed the class to start bringing their boards to the shack so I can put them away. I say to Karen, hi, my name's OP. I'm one of the instructors here. How can I help you? The lady says, finally, I've been waiting forever. And I want to note that I saw her arrive less than 20 seconds ago. Me, with customer service mode activated, say, Well, I'm very sorry to hear that. I was wrapping up a class and I'm the only one on duty right now. The woman says to me, I don't need details. Listen, will you help me or not? I ask her, do you want to sign up for surfing lessons? She tells me no. I ask her, do you want to rent some equipment? She says no. I finally ask, so what can I do for you? The woman says, help me deal with this crap. The woman then gestures to a few towels, buckets, spades, a couple of bottles of drinks, a board bag, everything you would need for a family day out at the beach. I had seen the family it belonged to earlier, briefly. The parents were in their mid-30s, and they had a couple of kids who looked no older than 10. I say to the woman, you want me to do what? The lady says, move it. I ask her, where? The woman says, in there. She then points to the surf shack where the students are currently dumping their boards. I say to her, I think there's been a misunderstanding, ma'am. This is a school, not a storage unit. The woman says, stop asking questions and help me move it. She then turns towards the stuff, and I realize that she's, one, in her early 20s, and she's not the mother nor daughter of the family, and number two, she's carrying her own beach stuff. I say to her, do you know this family? She just screams at me, why would I? I say to her, because you want me to move their stuff. Either you know them, or you're moving a stranger's stuff off the beach. The woman says, just shut up and do your job. You're getting paid to help people, not ask questions. I tell her, I'm getting paid to teach surfing, not move people's stuff. She then says to me, well, what am I supposed to do? All the good spots are taken. I tell her, look for another spot. The woman stomps off after this, and I thought it was over. So I go inside to help the students with their boards. Maybe five minutes later, I head back down towards the door, and there's a pile of beach stuff right outside the door. I look over, and sure enough, the lady from earlier is lying on a beach towel in the exact same spot she'd indicated, with the family's possessions all bundled up and left for me to look after. I didn't really see what else I could do after that. I had to stay in the surf shack and keep an eye on the current class while waiting for the other one to arrive, as I was the only person on duty. I yelled to the woman, but she was definitely pretending she couldn't hear me. The family came back a while later, about 10 or so minutes, asking why some random woman was in their spot, and saying that I had their stuff. I gave it to them and explained, and they looked more confused than angry. I then saw the dad go over to the lady, and they exchanged what looked like some less than friendly dialogue, while the mom thanked me for at least making sure their stuff didn't get stolen. Oh man guys, entitled Karens are the absolute worst, and honestly I would be fuming if someone did that. And if that were me, I would grab my stuff and set up right beside her. That's where I would be super petty and start tossing food all around her for the seagulls. 
And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's in our slash entitled People episode, where a Karen lets her son invade OP's home, and he refuses to leave. Guys, it's such a crazy story, so go check it out. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. 